English with Rob. Hi, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. I'm back, and today I have a teacher guest with me who is really far away, really far away from me. I'm here in Frankfurt, Germany. And uh, in case you haven't listened before, I'm, I'm a British teacher. I have a British accent. And I'm joined by an American teacher today. It's Tanya from English Coach 3Ts. Tell us where you are, Tanya. Thank you, Rob. Uh, yes, I'm here in Southern California in the United States. Okay, so we're going to hear an American accent, Californian accents, would you say, or... That's a great, that's a great question. My accent is said to be very neutral. I don't know how true that is, but I grew up in the Midwest. So I was born in Colorado and I grew up in Nebraska. And that is said to be like the neutral accent in the middle of the country. So. Okay. Great. Great for a teacher. Nice neutral yeah, accent. Yes, I guess if that's true. Yeah. I think it could be said about me as well. I'm from a town called Leicester, but I don't speak with a Leicester accent anymore because like you I've, I've traveled around mm -hmm. a bit and yeah it's been um I don't know what the verb is pushed out of me not really the right verb <laughs> it's fallen Beaten away out of you <laughs> not quite didn't have to beat no beating involved thankfully good good so let's tell you a bit more about Tanya she uh she has a dog <laughs> we've learned this uh who, who are we hearing there uh this is espy uh we oh dear should we cut this part out or no it's realistic it's nice as long as uh uh do you need to go and uh let him out or something no 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 i put some white nose on for her hoping that would help but she no she's she's fine and hopefully she won't do that too much okay I, i'm fine with it she can come on your knee okay. we can have some sound effects <laughs> <Yeah>. as well <laughs> yes okay um, okay, so uh, Tanya has a dog called Espy, and her Instagram and uh, website is English Coach Three Ts. And correct me if I'm wrong, there are three people involved, three teachers involved, and all of their names begin with T. Is that right? That that would be what makes sense, but of course, that's not exactly. Oh, it. okay. Um, <laughs> um, yes, that we do have three three teachers: myself, Tanya. Tiana is another teacher and Carrie, but it started with another person named Talia, which is also my daughter. And she does some of the behind the scenes work. So Carrie's new to the team. Okay. So, oh, nice. Uh, family and friends. Uh, yes. English, English coaching business. Nice. Exactly. And we, we connected through um, in, uh, Instagram. It's how I meet a lot of the teachers who I consider colleagues and uh tanya and i followed each other and we've done a live together yes on on instagram it's on my i believe it's on my igtv uh-huh so you should be able to go and find that and i also um remixed something you put out you did a, a right side up upside down thing and i um thought that was really cool and easy to repeat so i put a beat to it in fact in the future i will insert this right here for my listener's pleasure. Here we go. Awesome. Upside down, right side up. 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 
upside down, right side up, 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 upside down, right side up. There you go. That was upside down, right side up. <laughs> so you'll never Which forget. Gr gr yes, great words to know. Yes. Um, in fact, if you're watching the video version of this, I'll also turn the video upside down and right side up so that you get the meaning. Okay. Uh, so uh, on Tanya's website, I took you, I took your little blurb because I thought this would be uh, a convenient way to introduce you. Uh, Tanya is a certified English teacher and certified life coach. She's professionally trained to help students achieve their English goals through teaching and coaching plans that are made specifically for each person. She has more than 20 years experience. She currently lives in Southern California and enjoys spending time outdoors, reading and spending time with family and friends. Nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so I think the, the bit from that that we're going to take for our theme today is that... Um, we, we threw a few suggestions to each other when we were communicating about what we would talk about. And I noticed just before I reached out to you that you'd moved house to uh, yes. a really nice, I would call it a, a, from the pictures, it looked like a cabin. Yes. So could you explain yes. uh, where, where you live, not the place, but what kind of area you live in in Southern California? Absolutely. So when most people think of Southern California, they think of the beach. Uh, warm weather or desert because that's most of Southern California but we do have a mountain range that goes up uh, a little bit inland from the beach and where I live is in those mountains and so it's more forested there's lots of trees and I live in a very small town in the middle of a, the forest and that's why my house looks like a cabin it was in fact like a vacation cabin back in the I'll say back in the day because I'm not sure. I think in the 50s or 60s. Okay. Yep. That's pretty back in the day. Yes. Um, nice phrase you could use for that. Yes. Um, yes. And cabin, maybe we should explain a cabin. So a cabin is a like a, it's made of wood, a wooden, a small wooden house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but even more so, well, a, a cabin is typically, typically used for vacation or specifically not year round. Mm. Um, but this cabin, which is really common in the United States, when I say really common, maybe I should <laughs> take back that phrase exactly because it was really common. So we still have a lot of log cabins left, uh, especially in the Western part of the United States. When people came across to settle these areas, they used whole logs as opposed to pieces of wood like lumber or a board right so, so it'd be like the whole chunk of the tree the tr the 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 trunk going for some tree vocabulary here a log yeah the whole trunk but normally like later on houses would be made of planks of wood or boards of wood where the wood has been cut but in a cabin a log cabin you can see that like the trees are stacked up on their side is, is yours like exactly. that is it is it a log cabin? yes yes mine is actually a split log cabin so they, they have the trunk of the tree and they split it in half, but it, from the outside, it looks like the logs are stacked up on each other, but it, on the inside it's flat and then it's finished on the inside. You can see back here, it's finished 
uh, with uh-huh. a wooden finish on the inside, which is not very common for people living in the United States as a whole. Uh, we don't typically have the whole inside made with wood. It's more, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but it's a white yeah. material. Pl- like, plaster. Behind you. Yeah, yeah plaster. Um, like like a, a kind of sort of cement, but that is made to coat walls. Uh, yes. thin, thinner yeah. than cement. Plaster. Yes. So yeah, I know what it is. It's jip board. Ah, uh, yeah. They put up a, a jip board and then, yeah, they put like a plaster or a finish on it. That's very thin, thicker than paint. Oh, that's interesting. We don't um, call it, we call it plasterboard, but it's the thing. I know it's the same thing because in German they call it gips. And ah. I imagine that's one of the German words that have uh, like sort of emigrated with the immigrants to america with those german people probably yes yes or perhaps it's similar in dutch because a lot of dutch is similar to german and and a lot of dutch ended up in your some of your american differences in english for sure for sure and um lots of germans came to my my father was 100 percent german he didn't speak english until he was five we we, we talked about that briefly when we had the live right i remember yeah our german connection Exactly. So yeah, he's a second, I am a second generation American. He was a first generation American. Okay. All right. So that's our subject. The fact that Mm -hmm. Tanya, sorry, I'm going to slip. I know it should be Tanya, but in British English, I will say Tanya and it will come out because I know the name Tanya and I have to concentrate to say Tanya. So as (laughs) as I get more relaxed, I'm sorry, you might hear that. Uh, but it's fine for you to call me Rob instead of Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay, good. Um, I love, I just have to put a little aside here. I love the video of you doing your American accent. And I can't remember what you said. Uh, I can't remember either. It's on but Instagram. Yeah, it was, it, that was a, um, what do you call it? A remix where it says remix this reel. And somebody was doing one of those things where you just point at words. And it yes. says something like, um, can watching TV give you an American accent? And I, in an American accent said, yes, I'm not going to do it now. (laughs) Yes, it was so great. It was so great. And I can't remember what you said, but your accent, I had not heard a British person try to mimic an American accent. I hear it the other way around all the time. So that was fabulous. But I can't remember what you said. It was so not American. But anyway, you check out that. Perhaps, check that out. Perhaps I can find it right now as we're speaking on my Instagram profile with my phone in my hand. But you say you haven't heard Brits, British people doing American accents. I think you have, but you just don't know it because there are so many British actors in American films yes. that yes. Um, sometimes you find, oh, that guy's British, like Hugh Laurie, who is House and... Um, so many more that are not coming to my yes. head immediately. Yes, I'm yes, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure that's true. I hear a lot of British actors who speak British, who speak with a British accent. Um, but yes, but I think that's a little different. But then just so for instance, if I see someone on television who's American who's been trained in the British accent to actually be good enough to speak it as an actor is different than me just trying out my accent, which yeah, would for probably sure. crack you up. <laughs> I think um, a, 
Oh, Bridget Jones's Diary. You know what's her name? Yeah. Renny Zellweger. Uh-huh. She did a very good British accent, and she had obviously trained and practiced and um, yes. been directed by some native, real British English speakers. Yes, yes. But we're getting off subject because, so as we've established, Tanya lives. Tanya did it well. Tanya yes. lives in the countryside, and mm-hmm. I live in the city. So we thought we would talk about the differences between living in the town and the city and we're going mm-hmm. to start as usual with some useful vocabulary okay so we have both got this list which we will go through some useful vocabulary and explain the words listeners i'm interested to know uh, which words are new for you and which words you you already know mm-hmm. so uh we're going to start off big and get smaller so the first word is metropolis a metropolis mm-hmm. what what metropolis is or wait i should know this is, yeah. it, is it metropoli for a, the plural of metropolis <laughs> i don't think so i don't think so either. maybe metropolises no. i would i would say metropolises Mm-hmm. Metropolis is, is what I would say too. Um, but it's rare to pluralize it because yes. <laughs> there are not many. So can you name one or two the places you would say is a metropolis? I would say Los Angeles or New York City mm-hmm. here in the United States. How about you? Uh, uh, so a Paris and London come to mind. Um, mm-hmm. as So we're talking big, massive cities. Yes. Yes. Although I will say that um, here in the United States, even some of the smaller cities are still like Tucson is a smaller city, but we still call that area downtown the metropolis area. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Well, American cities often are because they all, you know, as well as New York, they all have these huge skyscrapers, the really big building. You call it a skyscraper because it scrapes the sky. Mm-hmm. We don't really have that so much here in Europe. Um, yeah. Frankfurt has a few skyscrapers. London, I suppose, has a lot. But even those, I, you might just call them tall buildings because they're, they're not the as big as those, those American skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the American skyscrapers are very tall. Mm. Okay, so metropolis coming down, city, we've already said. So what, what would you say is below city, the next one down? Town, I would say town. Um, and I would say that I live in a town here. We have 3,500 people. Um, uh, oftentimes people say a small town mm-hmm. because um, I see we also have a few other words here that we mix back and forth. But so if you live in the suburbs of the city, So they're the area outside the center of the city. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those areas are their own towns. So they have a township. Uh They have their own mayor, et cetera. And so I have lived in a town before that's like 50 or 60,000 people. Um, But it could also just be called the suburbs or the burbs. Right. And that's the same in England as well. uh, But the way it's become like that is because these these small towns used to be small towns but Mm -hmm. as the cities have expanded they've become the suburbs of the city like for example i'm from leicester which is a city and my grandma my 
lived in. My mum grew up in a town called Glenfield. But, uh-huh. you know, you can drive your car from the center of Leicester to, to Glenfield in five or ten minutes. So it feels like it's part of the city. But before, between Glenfield and Leicester used to be, my grandma would say, I can remember when this was all just fields. Yes, yes. And we would spend the day taking a drive to that other city which or that other town, which is now a part of the metropolis area. Yeah. And as she's trying to tell me that, I've not even lifted my eyes from my phone screen. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. That, that's not true. Uh, yeah, my, my grandma was um, uh, didn't experience uh, smartphones. <laughs> uh, there you have it. Yes, yeah. my father either. So, yes. Were they the lucky ones? I, that's a, that's I a different know. podcast, I think. That's yes, a that's debate. a whole other topic, <laughs> but a good question. Okay, so Metropolis city town coming down one so you would say a small town that you live in you wouldn't say it's a village a village well that's an interesting thing in the united states we don't use the word village very much okay unless we want to make it sound really cute yes so for instance this is called a small town but people who have shops will refer to their shop as the uh the village hardware store or that kind of thing and so Technically, it's a town, but we call it a village all the time just because it sounds European to us. And um, thinking about village in America, isn't there part a part of New York which is known as the village? What, yes, which part of New York yes. Is that? That's a really good question. I'm, I'm not sure, sure not but I remember in the 80s. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> they had the village people, which was a band that came from the village. So I'm thinking it's somewhere in like, what, see, again, we would say in town. Yeah, uptown or downtown, mean, right? Yes, when we mean where the businesses are, mm-hmm. even in the city. I'm going to go downtown or I'm going to go uptown or just to town. Right. And if, in fact, in London, if people say the city, oh, I work in the city, they mean a particular part of London around yes. Whitehall, I think, where all the banks are. That's that's the city. And it's exactly the, like the main business not business i suppose financial hub of london mm-hmm. okay so and coming we, to- we we do a similar thing here in our little town if we're going to go to los angeles we'll say i'm going to the city meaning anywhere in the metropolitan area of mm-hmm. los angeles i'm going to the city because that's the closest very large city right Inter- that is interesting because here so I live in Frankfurt, and even if I live in a similar size city around Europe, so I don't. I live in the suburbs, but if I I'm going to go into the center, I would say oh, I'm going into town. Yes, you know, I haven't been into town for ages, even though it's a city. Yes, I, I would say into town. I've never thought about that. That is confusing. That could be confusing for learners. Oh, should we go into town tonight? You know, should we go for some drinks in town? What are you talking about? Which town? We live in a city. This is Frankfurt. Why, exactly. why are we going to a town? No, I just mean the city center. We call it. Yes. We say go into town. Hmm. Yes, exactly. And then we have people, a lot of people who've moved here to this little town from the city. And if we say we're going into town or downtown, they laugh because in Los Angeles, they mean the city center. And there is no city center here. So, oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. But it's the business area. But for them, they're like, 
that is not downtown. No, it's not. You can't walk around. It's, it's, uh, shops that you have to drive to. There's not really like a a high street. Is that, is that why? Well, no, it's, it's because it's such a small, you can walk around. There's just a lot of shops all together because this is really a tourist town. Ah, okay. But it's not a downtown because there are no high rise or sky skyscrapers. Ah, like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And there's not like a lot going on here. So there was a song, I can't think of it now, but downtown yes. where everything was happening. Isn't that from and a musical? I think it was. Mm. Oh, I also da, da, thinking da, da, of Uptown da, da, Girl. Downtown. That's by um, Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. The opposite. Yes, yes, yes. And downtown is uh, where it's all happening. Mm-hmm. And in my little town, the people who move here from the city think there's nothing happening. So, <laughs> Okay, I want to, let's put that on hold. I want to get into that later how much you okay. enjoy and what there is and what there isn't living in the in the countryside so yes. and you're right um going back so interesting that in america you would use village as more of a like romantic mm-hmm. picture of a small place but because yeah if, if i say i'm going to see a village then i would expect it to have you know beautiful not houses but cottages you know very yes uh, quaint very pretty lots of flowers outside uh yes. some um farmers some farms on the outskirts of the village a nice yes. community feel i can imagine yes. as well yes which is exactly what we have here except that most of the houses are cabins okay <laughs> okay and then down from village i wonder if you use this one uh in england we say a hamlet no no Does no any idea what that might be a hamlet I'm I'm thinking that it's just uh, like uh, what we might call a bedroom community. Sounds so it's like so it could be. small that people live there, but they work somewhere else uh-huh. because there's not really any industry there. Yeah, there's usually it's just like a few houses together in the middle of nowhere, and often yes. there's no shop. Maybe there's no. I think even if there was a post office before, they wouldn't keep one there now yeah th- no infrastructure no amenities uh usually yes. nothing um okay and another thing that i've got on the useful vocabulary which could be confusing for learners is the difference between the word country mm-hmm. and countryside where it's 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 the same i live in the country mm-hmm. i live in mm-hmm. the countryside Mm-hmm. But then that's confusing, isn't it? Because there is the word country, like England is a country, Germany is a country, India is a country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I wonder, students, learners, listeners, if you've ever been confused when people have said, oh, I live in the country. And you think they're talking about a nation when actually they're not talking about that. OK, so there was some useful vocabulary. I'm going to continue with it, but I've made it into a bit of a game. So these are all adjectives and again, you will know the answer. Um, do these adjectives describe a city or the countryside? Do they, do they describe, oh no, I was, going to, I was going to say some words that are in here. Well, I'll just use them anyway. Does it describe something urban, urban, an adjective for the city? Or does it describe mm-hmm. something rural, rural, an adjective for the countryside? And listeners, see if you can uh, guess these as well or have an idea so the first adjective is overcrowded overcrowded is that for city or countryside am i guessing 
you're guessing, but let's give a little bit of time for the listeners to think about it as well. But yeah, what do you think? Okay, I think oh, uh, overcrowded is for urban areas. Correct. Correct. Yes. Uh, what about isolated? It's isolated. Isolated. I think that isolated is more for a rural area.、Mm-hmm. So、yeah, isolated meaning on its own, alone.、Mm-hmm. So that the town is is isolated. It's not near any other places. Um, oh, I didn't explain overcrowded. Too many people. Overcrowded. A crowd. Lots of people together. Overcrowded.、Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever been on the Paris metro system. At around seven or eight in the morning, it's overcrowded. Absolutely. Interestingly, we use this word in our small town because when we get a lot of tourists,、ah. we think it's overcrowded, but it really is nothing like the su- the subway. What you said? No, it's just, you can you can move without bumping into anybody, but there's just more people than normal when it's overcrowded、yes. where you are. Okay. Yes. Yes.、Um, next one. Hectic. It's very hectic here. Right. Okay. Hectic is for the urban area. Correct. Correct. Yes.、Uh, hectic. How, what else? What synonyms could we have for hectic? Um. Very, very, very busy. A lot of things happening、yes. at the same time. Yes, you're good at synonyms. <laughs> okay.、Uh, yeah, you can also have a hectic schedule. Like I've got a lesson now. I've got a lesson in. Five minutes after that, then I've got to go across, across. I've got to go into town to pick up、mm-hmm. something. I've got a very hectic mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay,、um, maybe controversial this one. Multicultural,、mm-hmm. multicultural, yes. urban yes. or rural. That I would agree. This could be a little、uh, controversial, or s- some people might say things differently. But I would say, typically, people would say the city or an urban area. But be- yes, but since we are that's okay. Since we're a artist community,、um, we have people from all over the world here. We have people from all cultures here. So we're a very. It's unusual that a small town will be multicultural. I would say, but ours happens to be. Okay. Yes, this is why I said it was controversial because usually you find cities are more multicultural than smaller towns, villages.、Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. You said you pronounced something differently, and then I forgot what it was. Oh, multi, multi, multicultural. Uh huh. Uh huh. Multicultural. And I, Multi. I, I would say multicultural. Yeah. There's. I think there are、uh, multiple words which、yes. <laughs> change that way from British to American.、Uh, For sure. Can't think of、For、any、sure. right now. Multi. Well. The multiverse. Multiverse. Just... We would say multiverse. Okay, the same, but it's slightly different stress. Uh huh. Multiple. How do you say multiple? Multiple, yeah. But which ones do you、okay. say? Because mul- we never say multi. But no, we never American, say multi I... either. Oh, but you said multi. Oh multi- no, no, no. I mean, we never say multiple. We say multiple. Oh right, okay. We never say okay, multi. So mul- it's always multi. Multi. Let's see. Multi. Oh, what about what we- if you play lots of instruments? Then you are multi instrumental. How would you say that? I would say multi talented. Multi-talented. Okay, yeah. So yes, there we go. Multi-talented. Yes, interesting. Yeah, there's lots of words I think we say differently outside of this one for sure. Yeah, with the multi-multi. 
Uh, more later of uh, UK-USA differences, in case any of you are interested in that. And uh, let's see, I've got a few more adjectives still. Um, peaceful. It's very peaceful here. What am I describing? Yes, definitely. I would say rural areas. Rural. Collect! Because peaceful means... Tranquil. Oh, tranquil. Nice, yeah. Relaxing. Uh, quiet. quiet. Yes, relaxing. Not not like a city. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move into our conversation. I'm a teacher. You're a teacher. Hey, teacher. That's the teacher. Let's talk to a teacher. Yeah. And uh, so we've already talked about, we're going to talk about the city versus the, the countryside um, but my main conversation point is which is better which do you prefer and I've made a jingle to uh, introduce this conversation topic and you're mm -hmm. going to hear some of the useful vocabulary we already had in this jingle yes. Yes. not that one this one do you live in a city or maybe metropolis do you live in the country would you call it a village where you live or maybe it's a town the place you like to hang around or maybe a hamlet i've got a question for you and it's rural or urban which would you choose for certain urban or urban which would you choose for certain so it's going to be a conversation a debate about maybe which one's better or why you prefer one or something like that so have you ever lived in a in a bigger town city mm -hmm. yes i've i've lived in phoenix is where i've spent most of my time in the city but i also lived in lincoln nebraska which is a small city um, and in, cold, cold, right? Nebraska is very cold. Yes, very cold. And Phoenix is the desert. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. And I lived in Atlanta, but only for a couple of years in Georgia. And that was, of those three cities, probably the biggest city. Phoenix is one of the largest cities in the United States land-wise, but not population-wise. Okay. So, like, just behind Texas, maybe? That's the biggest, right? Well... Well, Texas is the biggest state or Montana, but Phoenix is one of the largest land areas as far as cities or metropolises go. Oh, I because, see. Yeah, okay, yes. urban areas. Yes, because they don't have a lot of, um, I can't think of the word. It's a sprawling city because nothing natural is stopping them. Like New York City, the ocean is all around it. So, mm. Yeah, there's no limitations, geographical yes. limitations like mountain yes. ranges or deserts. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Of, of course, Phoenix is not a state. It's a it's a urban area. Mm -hmm. So is there anything that you miss about when you used to live in these bigger cities? Things that you could do that you uh, that you miss that you would like to be able to do now? I don't. But in the United States, I would be considered a strange bird in that way <laughs> <laughs> because we love cities in the United States. But um, 
and also when I was part of me younger. Interestingly, this is not a not a something I necessarily miss is mostly. Ah, oh, we lost her. So, um, okay, we're back. Yes, the Zoom time limit, the new Zoom time limit, is going to be a new problem. Is a new problem for this podcast, which I have to find some solution to but okay thanks for coming back tanya no problem no problem okay so i was asking you if there was anything you missed from your time in cities and you said you're a strange bird you think no not not really right yes not really i think for me it's kind of like i've been there done that so i don't really miss it but <clears throat> i think that most people would have several things they miss um, not living in the city or yeah, not living in the city. The convenience is something we didn't talk a lot about. And um, the younger people who live in this town drive off the mountain often, at least once a week, maybe more, and some work off the mountain, some work in LA. Mm -hmm. um, but even if they don't, they will drive for to the cities or more metropolitan areas for conveniences like nor like really everyday conveniences like groceries and things like that so so what so, kind of a drive are we talking about time-wise like it like an, it's an hour away or well you can go to a grocery store in about a half an hour but if you want to go to a <laughs> nice grocery store it's an hour and Oof. most of them will go to that nicer area because they can get anything everything health food stores organic stores yeah clothing stores anything the, the, mm -hmm. the nearest town an hour away with all, all that kinds of stuff yeah so i've got um really nice supermarkets just on a, the parallel streets to me it takes me it takes me i think two minutes if i if i went there in two minutes then that would be a slow walk <laughs> it's that it's like my um fridge extension it's so close yes. Well, and we have a market, we have two markets in town. One is very small and more organic and specialty foods. For me also, maybe three or four minute walk. The other one's more like a six or seven minute walk or a one minute drive. <laughs> and it's a, a small grocery store. Um, but, and it has most things, mm -hmm. but the prices are astronomical very uh, high wow astronomical night that's a really nice adjective for very high <laughs> very very high astronomical it's like they're in they're in space they're so high these prices yes yeah, exactly but, you know you pay for the convenience you pay for not having to drive one hour to get a i don't know a, a loaf of bread or a bottle of wine exactly right especially fresh produce mm -hmm. like asparagus runs 12 to 14 dollars for a bundle I just Ooh. don't eat asparagus <laughs> unless I go out of town. Yeah. But uh, you know, the regular more what we consider regular vegetables like spinach and broccoli are just a little higher. Um, but uh I'm willing to pay the higher prices because the drive is quite far and the price of gasoline right now is astronomical. Yes. <laughs> Here in California, we can pay seven or eight dollars a gallon, which I'm not sure how that uh transfers to a liter do you buy gas by the liter we buy by the yes. liter and right now it's just over two euro a liter which is uh never been heard of before 
Yeah, this has never been heard of either. And I don't know how many liters are in a gallon. Ooh, but, uh, well, I'm not going to do the calculation. It's it's expensive. It's yeah, very, very it's, expensive. It's astronomically expensive. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So that's one um, downside, like a new downside for uh, for living in the countryside. Yes. But I think it's worth it. Okay, yeah. And, okay. Yes. Because and yeah, also my town being a tourist town, the to go out to eat is even more astronomical um it's because they have the market for the tourists and they have the money but the locals not necessarily don't necessarily want to have a a very special um gourmet meal every time they go out Hmm. yes and there's no fast food here a lot of people miss that i don't miss that um there are some local places that have what they call fast food Mm. meaning that it's made quickly but when we say fast food we mean mcdonald's jack in the box yeah a a chain Um, everybody knows and you know what you're gonna yeah i think hmm yeah i would miss that maybe like fast food once a month maybe i'll have a proper fast food burger king or um yes or not even a big chain just like (laughs) we have like these dirty chicken fried chicken shops which are dirty is, is not a very fair um, hole uh, in the wall. Yeah. Hole, hole in the wall. Uh, very. Um, uh, what's the word? Not unique is not the right word. Um, pri- private, you know, not a chain, just to individually yeah. run places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not, they're not shiny like a, like a McDonald's chain. Yes. Um, but the food is often very, very good. Yes, well, we have some of those here too. Not in may- town, but yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So you have that like kebab kebab shops. I think here are the you know little Turkish kebab shops on uh, many little uh, high streets here, and yeah, good is not the right word. Tasty because good would maybe imply that it's also <laughs> healthy, which it's not at all. It's the opposite of that. Yes. 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 And but so for us, uh, maybe. I don't always go into, into town, meaning into a larger town um, every month, but most people do because you need to go at least once a month to either catch up on doctor's appointments or uh, go to a clothing store, hardware store. We have all of those things here, but not what, not even similar to what you have in the city. So, and then, then you get your fast food. You get your Starbucks, you get all those things oh, in right. one day. Yeah, while you're in the city. Oh, well, we're here. Yes. So let's yes. go to uh, Wendy's. You have Wendy's? Yes, yes. I went to Wendy's when I was in America. I like We don't have it over here, but I liked it there. Oh, yes, we have we have Wendy's. And our favorite when we go is, um, is actually a local chain called Filiberto's, kind of a hole in the wall, sort of locally owned. But they are now across two states, but. Okay, they've expanded. Yes, yes. So. Uh, Okay, uh, fast food is making me hungry. We should uh, change the subject. Yes, Um, yes. So, yeah, I've been to I've been to America. I've been to um, both rural and urban. I went to New York. Um, Actually, when we were in New York, we had five guys in our hotel room. Five guys in our hotel room. Yeah. Wow. No, wait, wait. You had the chain five guys or you had five guys (laughs) yeah this is i always it's a joke i always say it. it's true uh we had there is a burger this is what reminded me of it because we were talking about fast food there is Uh a burger chain called five guys 
So I say, you know, and it's true, we, we got there and we wanted, we wanted to have five guys in our, and we got the five guys, burgers and fries, oh, rhymes, and took it to our <laughs> hotel room and ate it. And then the okay. next day when we met our friend, I said it with a, the wrong intonation. Instead of saying, oh, yes. we had five guys in our hotel room, I said, we had five guys in our hotel room. Yes. And, yes. and it sounds a bit more <laughs> uh, interesting <laughs> than it was. Yes, yes, exactly. Intonation is everything. Yeah. So I think I think I might have said that joke before on this podcast, the five guys one. Five guys. <laughs> five guys. It's it's all good. It, hearing it again is helpful, I think. Yes, yes. In fact, um in a previous podcast which I made about um using jokes to teach, one of the pros is that you can repeat them, you can say them again and again. And yes. um, remember in that way. Okay, so um, if imagine um, for some reason you have to go and live in a, in a city in a town, mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. would you miss about your cabin in in the in the small town? What would you miss about where you are now? So many things. Uh, being so close to nature. I can walk to the little market, but I can also walk one minute into the forest or less. I live in the forest. So, but to get out into the forest only takes me a minute or two. Um, the peacefulness, the tranquility. I think the thing that I would miss, well, the nature is the thing I would miss the most, but the next thing would be community mm. because I know so many people here and they know me and um, just you know, on a Saturday, if I go in, and this for some people is a disadvantage, but I love it. Uh, this Saturday, I went into town to go to the market and I saw somebody I hadn't seen in a long, long time and had a nice chat with them. Came out into the parking lot, saw one of my friend's husband was driving by and he told me a joke and we were laughing. And so I love that community. Some people don't enjoy that, but I would miss that. Yeah, I would like that in in the city we have i have a little a little bit here i live in a like an apartment building so we know lots of the neighbors and it's very nice we have a shared garden so mm -hmm. the children are often all playing together in the back garden so you get to know the parents that way so there is like a small community feel within yes. the town and actually we're going to lose that soon because we've bought a house and hopefully hopefully it will be ready to move into soon and that's one of the things that I will miss. You know, we'll, we'll still be sure. living in a, in a city, still, but um, we won't have that sense of community that, um, you know, people you have to walk by because their car is also in the, in the big garage. Things yes. Like that. Yes, for sure. For sure. And there it's, it's not only just uh, kind of a nice feeling. It's also the feeling of safety um, of knowing it's, starting to change here but i know people who have never locked their doors and still never lock their doors here wow. um we are all starting to lock our doors now that things are changing a bit especially after covid because a lot of la moved up here when i say a lot uh, you know yeah several. to to save money to to find cheaper mm -hmm. rents okay and to get away from COVID, to get into ah. the rural areas. Ah, mm -hmm. interesting. And now people can work from mm. home. There's no industry here except for tourism. So, yes, yes, remote working 
lends itself to, well, that's a nice phrase, lends itself to, it, it makes it possible to mm -hmm. be anywhere. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, for sure. Yes, so I would miss, I would miss those things. And I did live in the city and I, and I did miss those things, but there are also a lot of nice things about the city too, so. Yeah, and but well, let's let's face it. It also depends on the city, and it depends on yes. the small town. You could, I'm sure, you could have small towns which are an absolute. Sure. Uh, here's an adjective for you: a dump. The place is a dump. Would you say that this town is a dump? Yes, this town is a dump. Or another thing, depending on the lifestyle, uh, you can live in small towns where you're really tired of everyone knowing you because everyone's very maybe a certain lifestyle that you aren't. Yeah, um, it can get very, and it's, very gossipy. Yeah. Yes, very gossipy. And we get quite a bit of gossip here, but for some reason it's um, tamed down. There's another good phrase, tamed, tamed down. down. It's, it's not so- Not as much, not bad. Okay, it's not so uh, rude, in, invasive. Uh, Destructive. Scandalous. Yes, more the type of gossip that is, um, you know, knowing what everyone's doing that is, isn't necessarily private things, mm -hmm. um, knowing good news about each other, I guess. You yeah. Could say. And if it's an artist community, I suppose you're talking about what each other's new projects that you're working on or for sure collaborations in the city, in the, in the town perhaps. Yeah. And what's happening like this last weekend, there's a, a retreat center, just less than a minute's walk from my, I can go through my back gate and uh, there was some music happening there. And it's only by word of mouth. There's another great phrase. Oh. And word of mouth works really well in the in small towns and not so big in cities. Yeah, word of mouth. Uh, the way information just gets passed around as people speak to each other. How, do, how did yes. you hear about the, the show? Oh, just word of mouth. I don't know. I think, I think Bob told me about it yesterday at, at, the, at the local store. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And so we actually went to two events like that yesterday or this weekend that were lovely, that were not advertised, like something's advertised in the city. It was all word of mouth or through the grapevine. There's another really oh. good one. Warning. Oh, there we go. Warning. This, you set off the, that's the idiom alarm. <laughs> when it when it hears a strong idiom, my podcast plays the idiom alarm. Yeah. To hear something on the grapevine famous Marvin Gaye song Ooh, yes I heard it on the grapevine uh, meaning like you the grapevine the plants that the grapes which make wine grow on they spread mm -hmm. they they get everywhere very quickly like like information mm -hmm. yeah and gossip. they go from one to the other like this plant grows from this plant to the next to the next to the next mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, uh, Tanya, uh, we don't have that much time left because I know you have to skip uh, off to a lesson soon. So let's do this other thing that I prepared that I promised everybody. Difference between UK and USA vocabulary. Here's a jingle. Awesome. Is this it? Oh, I've it's... No, it's not that one. <laughs> the different words that they like to say in the UK and the USA in the US. And the UK, there are different words that they like to say. Right, so how will we do this? I think I'll give you the British word. Okay. And see if you can guess what you would say in America. And they're all okay. things related to 
city living or countryside living. So, okay. And if you don't know the word, then I'll give you it in context. Okay. So what is a flat? A flat. Okay. In the United States, we say an apartment. Correct! Yep. A place where you live. It's just one floor. Usually right. it's one floor. But anyway, it's in a bigger building with lots of other flats or lots of other yes. apartments. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the sidewalk? No. Oh, crap. I said the American one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me think if I can think of what it is. Oh, uh, I read the wrong one. Okay. What no, do you think that I might be? In, what what do you think we call it in English? You, you would say the sidewalk. It's not in English. British, in British, British English. English. I'm getting I do old. that all the time. It's so late. Oh. It's 11 o'clock here. 11 o'clock I don't PM. know. I've heard it though. No? Uh, begins with P. Pavement? Pavement. Correct! Yes. Really? That's what you say? Okay. Yeah. So, um, wow. for example, uh, I hate it when people ride their bikes on the pavement. Okay. Um, uh, there's for some reason in my neighborhood there is so much dog poo on the pavement oh, especially since covid lots of people bought dogs and they're lazy dog owners don't want to pick it up and it's on the pavement and yes. then my kids step in it and I have to clean the shit out of the shoes <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> okay uh, well this one is not um, a word difference it's a spelling difference so mm-hmm. how do you think I would spell mm-hmm. center as in city center? I'm pretty sure you spell it incorrectly. <laughs> C-E-N-T-R-E. That's how I would spell it. C-E-N-T-R-E. The way it's, the way it's spelled. And <laughs> how would you spell it? <laughs> C-E-N-T-E-R. I, I do have to admit that that makes more sense. Um, I'm sure. And I, curiously, is that true for... How would you say and spell the theater? That's the same, yes. Um, T-H-E-A-T-R-E, I would write. And what would you, how would you say it? Theater. 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 I say, I say theater. <laughs> yeah, you have the American er, um, yeah. and spell it E-R. Um, yes, I think we spell it correctly, but you say it so much more nicely. So we'll give that to you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> it's it's subjective. I think we spell it that way because it comes from French or yes. possibly uh, Latin before that. Centre, centre, yes. théâtre. So they would yes. say it like tre, but yeah, we've changed exactly. it through theatre. And then you've gone away from England and said, hey, let's spell it a bit more of a logical way. Yes. <laughs> okay, what's a motorway? What would you call a motorway? I think you're speaking of a highway or an interstate, probably a highway. Yeah, I think maybe we don't really have interstates. I think they're a bit bigger. Motorway, it's um, normally three three lanes, you know, three rows mm-hmm. for cars. Okay, that's a freeway. Oh, okay. So what's an interstate? A high, highway, has, uh, a highway is rural, more rural, and ah. it's one, one, one lane in each direction. Oh, so okay, two lanes right, total. No, that's just a road. <laughs> yes. No, we call that the highway. We have a highway in town. And when anyone calls it the freeway, people laugh because a freeway has two or more lanes going in each direction. Yeah, so yeah, four in each direction, or six. Yeah, yeah. And then the interstate usually has three to four lanes going in each direction and they're separated and it goes from state to state. So interstate 10 goes from, I believe it goes from the West coast all the way to the East coast, but for sure it goes through all of these uh, Western states. Okay. 
yeah, we don't really have an equivalent to interstate because I suppose because we don't have states in. Yes. <laughs> Uh, even in Germany, uh, it's just the autobahn. There's no nothing bigger, and that would be your um, freeway. freeway. Yes. Right then, uh, three more uh, listeners. How are you doing? Are you getting all of these as well? Uh, I would say a pedestrian crossing. And what would you say? Let's do it Crosswalk. this way around. Crosswalk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless I was being formal, and then in the driver's manual it does say pedestrian oh really okay okay whatever you said (laughs) pedestrian crossing because if you are a pedestrian a pedestrian is someone who is walking in the in you know this how how are you getting there oh i'm going to i'm going to be a pedestrian it's not really a verb i'm going to walk yes uh (laughs) and you could say oh um we, we don't drive we drive on the road so that we avoid the pedestrians. This is why we don't drive on the pavement because there are the yes. pedestrians. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, sometimes in the city centre, we have pedestrianised areas where there used to be a road, but no cars mm. are allowed. I think this is quite a European, well, certainly not an American thing to have pedestrianised areas. We do have those, but I don't know if we have a word for those. Okay, I think, yeah. Um. I don't, yeah, New like New York has pedestrian little squares and and things. Yes, yes, we have in Phoenix also where there used to be roads and they've blocked it all off, mm-hmm. and might even have some historical homes in that area. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you have, how which shall I do this? Yeah, okay. You have a zip code. Yes. And what do I have? Ah. Uh... Similar. It's something something else code. Postal code. Postal. Oh yeah, that's that's the form of postal code or just postcode. Okay. Yeah, post so these code. are the the numbers for your for a particular area to help the post get there. And here's a confusing one. Help to... the mail get there. The, uh, okay, <laughs> another one. <laughs> yes. Post the mail. Yeah. Um. I've always thought thought that was strange. Um. That you say the mailman, because I think, you know, well, yeah, all men are male. Oh, well, <laughs> actually, we could get into another controversial topic there. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, the mailman, what other kind of man is there? It's the, uh, <laughs> and um, if I'm going on the subway, what, what am I doing? I'm using the subway. You're going on the train? Not going on the train. In New York, they have the subway, right? And that's the yeah. underground train. Uh, the thing that in England, we'd call that, well, we, in London, we only have that. And it's called the underground or the tube. Oh, I've heard the tube. The yes, tube I think the I was even on the tube maybe when okay. I went to London. But yes, we don't say the tube. Okay. A, a subway is, you like you use subway for the train system. But in, yes. in Britain, a subway is just a walking path that goes under a big road. Oh, oh, what do we call that? We have an, maybe you say, would you say underpass is another word? An underpass. Uh Uh-huh. We could say underpass. And uh, yeah, often not very nice places. uh, Yes. Subways. Here too. Yes. Even the subway, the train. Yes. (laughs) Not very, I I haven't been there in years, but um, I've heard that often they're not very nice either yeah that's my experience of it's, it's very hard to make those places nice you can put music but you're in a place with no daylight and yes so many commuters 
to commute to travel the same journey yes. every day yes and all walks of life i think oh okay all walks of life that's a nice that's a nice phrase to to end with all walks of life can live in the city all mm -hmm. walks of life can live in the countryside and i think we i think we remain uh tanya you're you're still pro uh rural life pro countryside i haven't changed your mind i haven't made you think oh maybe i should go move in a city move to no, a city no no like but i i love it that everyone else wants to live there <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, well, things are changing we'll see we'll see how uh how things develop now that people can live anywhere you know it's, i think it's going to make make a bit more of an even playing field um, yes uh, I think so too. You should get the da 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 for the idiom there. An even playing field. Yeah, the idiom alarm was a bit late there. Yes. Okay, an even yes. playing field. So playing field comes from sports. Baseball. Baseball. This is very American. Yes. And is it from the fact that like if it was if it was flat if it was on a slope it would not be even, but if it's the, if it's flat it's okay. Yeah, right. like for baseball you need a a level or even playing field, but what we mean by the idiom is that everybody has a fair chance yeah like imagine a tennis a tennis court where uh it's on a, it's on a hill <laughs> one person is yeah. going up and one is going down that's not an even playing field no no not at all and i think we should maybe meet again in 10 to 20 years and have this conversation and see what happened to Ah, okay. You're you're alluding to the fact that uh, people change their mind throughout life, and maybe when they get a bit older, they want to get out of the city and go to the countryside. Yeah, I already have a bit of that. So we we lived in Paris before we came here, mm -hmm. and uh, our first daughter was born in Paris, and now we have three three children. I wouldn't want to go back and live in such a big city as Paris. Mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't get much um, square meters for your for your rents. The places are smaller, not so many parks, more difficult to get around. So yes, Frankfurt, yes. like the outskirts of Frankfurt where I am, it's a perfect balance of we, we can go. We can ride in, in the nature quite quickly, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we can also go to the cinema whenever we want. Order pizza without uh, turning yes. Netflix off. Yes. No, I, I would have to I would say and I, it's a whole nother could be a long, long discussion about raising kids, I purposely didn't raise my children here, although I brought them here every year, but I was more alluding to what might happen in 10 or 15 years with the way that um, people are migrating. Oh, I see, yes. Will we still have this distinct of a conversation or will, because things are changing and yeah. moving so quickly. This is what maybe I mean Maybe there about, will be, yes. About the... Um ability to work anywhere now with the yes. digital landscape yeah you're right yes and what will happen and how interesting digital landscape what will happen to the actual physical landscape as a result of the digital landscape i think is probably going to be quite interesting yeah when we've all got our vr headsets on constantly we don't even need to look outside the window what's good? yes what's how dirty is it going to be out there that's a that's dystopian that's not a nice way to end the podcast um <laughs> hopefully more nature will come back into the city perhaps this is a nice thing with covid uh yes. where people weren't driving so much and lots of nature came back to the city and we experienced some of the countryside Yes. And or maybe hopefully there will be a balance that maybe we can't imagine now might happen in some way. Oh, 
ending with balance everything just like star wars we have balance okay it's a good time to end thanks thanks so much for joining me tanya <laughs> you're it's welcome been really, thanks it's, it's Rob. Been really cool really interesting yes awesome. and i'll see you out there on instagram um listeners all of uh tanya's links instagram website will be uh in the show notes for the podcast for the podcast so you can go and check out all of the super useful uh content she has out there for you guys thanks again Rob. okay thank you have a nice rest of your day um i'm going to go to bed soon it's pretty late here now <laughs> good idea i'll go back to work okay enjoy <laughs> bye bye english with rob